Welcome to season two of Shine Time Radio, a monthly unedited podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for the dreamers, schemers, and magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello, all. Welcome to Shine Time Radio. Today's episode is brought to you by May. It's May 1st today, so welcome to May. I love May, and I'll tell you why I love May in a little bit. But first, I just wanted to let you know about or remind you that um, my intro to tarot course, an intro to tarot for the curious intuitive is available up on Teachable. You can access it through my Instagram um, page and from the link in my bio and you can also find it on my website um, and I love this course and I'm really really proud to see that people are um, finding it as welcoming and as um, supportive as I hoped it would be so it's really nice to be getting the feedback it is a one-off purchase 22 pounds and it's a go at your own pace and keep forever course um, it's definitely the course I wish I had had when I was starting off with tarot. So it's all my sort of um, learnings along the way around what would have been nice to know, <laughs> or maybe like the um, the sort of top tips that I've picked up from other people and that I've figured out on my own um, that I hope people will find really useful um, as they start their journey on, you know, their own journey with tarot, which I'm really kind of jealous and excited about for you. <laughs> Those of you who have decided to um, invest in this, it's, um, I'm very proud of it. So thank you very much um, for those of you who have purchased it. And for those of you who are curious, you can head over and have a look, a closer look at it. There's a few um, sections of it that you can uh, have a, a wee sneaky peek at. So if you're feeling called towards that, then definitely head on over and have a look. So it's May. Um, I normally do my podcast well before the first of the month so that I'm ready. It's ready and organized for May 1st. Um, and I'll be honest, May 1st snuck up on me, probably as it has done for so many of us. It was a sneaky little devil this year. <laughs> and it's uh, suddenly May 1st. And I noticed that this morning and um, I forgot there wasn't a 31st day in April and I didn't have my extra day to do my podcast so that I would be all ready for you for the, um, this morning, but Hey, ho, uh, I'm doing it now. You know, it's, it's happening. Um, but yeah, May is, May is one of those months that is a really sweet month for me. There seems to be a lot of really loveliness that happens. Lots of lovely birthdays. Um, it's my mom's birthday. It's my baby girl, Frankie for a baby's birthday. Um, my son's birthday, uh, nephew's birthday, friends birthdays it's just yeah it's really lovely a lovely month um it's also the month that mark and i got engaged and i love that there's a star wars day in may it's just fabulous isn't it <laughs> i feel like may is a really like when we kind of come into our own a bit in terms of like spring and it's the waking up of things and there's a lot of sort of hopefulness around it um and it's a really lovely time. So on the 1st of May, well, either the 30th of April or the 1st of May is um, Beltane, which um, is a pagan holiday um, that celebrates the springiness of the world and things coming to bloom and um, things, um, you know, uh, 
I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. <laughs> it's kind of a sexy time, actually. There's a lot of that kind of stuff happening right now in nature. And <laughs> we're seeing a lot of things growing and blooming. And there's kind of that explosion of color. And it can be quite fiery um, and exciting. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Um, and I think it's a really lovely reminder to sort of pause where we can and notice the beauty in the world around us. This is obviously for Northern Hemisphere folks, which... Uh, I presume most of you are. Um, obviously, the seasons are the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. So um, just, yeah, we're kind of an in, it's an in-between, but a settling in, settling, it's an in-between yet settling in phase, which I really love about this time of year. Um, and it's a really great reminder to sort of soften up and to notice the beauty that's around us and let ourselves notice the really lovely, beautiful things in the world. Um, and it's a really nice time for maybe a little bit of wishing and a little bit of dreaming. And yeah, I mean, especially with what's going on in the world just now and all the uncertainty. And sometimes it can feel really selfish to let ourselves feel anything other than stress, worry, um, you know, hardship. Um, and if we can kind of crack open our hearts a wee bit and ease things for ourselves a wee bit and give ourselves the permission we need to actually enjoy parts of this as best as we can. And that's going to be easier and harder for us, depending on our circumstances and the feelings that it's kind of bringing up. Um, so we need to just kind of see if we can give ourselves a wee, I don't know, a wee, a wee moment, moments here and there to just let things be easier and to enjoy it and enjoy the sunshine and the flowers and the bees and you know the the animals we're seeing if you're getting to be out and about and the birds oh my gosh this bird note the bird song in um the UK at this time of year is unreal like growing up in Canada there was definitely yeah I've been surrounded by nature growing up I've experienced a lot of nature um growing up but there's nothing like the song the sound of bird song in that this time of year um and being in Scotland it gets bright quite early and the birds start early and if you have your windows open they often will wake you up and it's un it's beautiful uh, but totally like it's like nothing you've ever heard um so yeah just letting ourselves kind of soften to that and enjoy it and to maybe let things be easier and dreamier and letting ourselves imagine possibility and kind of wrapping our head around that we can do this and it's not selfish and in fact it really is not selfish um so I spoke a bit on Instagram about choosing myself first and that can be a really hard thing for a lot of people to identify and to own um, especially if you've grown up as a people pleaser, uh, especially around gender roles in particular, and how we're meant to certain, you know, people are identified as being healers, um, helpers, um, space holders, without being asked if that's a role we want to have, <laughs> or a role that is, it's often assigned to us without question. Um, and I work with predominantly women just now, and I'm re realizing more of my work is, um, I'm going to own it. My work is for women or female identifying or people um, who were identify outside of um, being male. 
that's who I'm here for, really, um, and predominantly seem to be working with women because women can identify the work that I'm doing, I suppose, and see what I'm doing in their own lives. Um, and there's enough spaces for men, let's be honest. <laughs> so this is um, when I'm working with the women I'm working with, they are really in their work and they're really meeting themselves where they're at. And they're really being open to imagining what things could be. But there's always, always a conversation around guilt always around feeling guilty there's always permission that's needing to be done permission work that's needing to be done around um letting themselves choose themselves first and i've had to do a shit ton of this like it's unbelievable um these are women who are not only creating their own um sort of the lives that they want to be living and understanding what their you know their values are and understanding what their purpose is but they're also creating these beautiful safe inspirational spaces for other people they're creating community um and how can we do that if we don't even know what we stand for if we don't know what boundaries we need if we don't even know what our purpose is or our our gifts, our um, abilities, our understanding of the world, of our values, if we don't know those things, it's really difficult for other people to identify what we stand for and whether they are, would feel safe in the space that we're trying to create. Because if we can't identify ourselves, they how are they meant to? Do you know what I mean? So yes, it's so our people can find us. It's one of those things that always comes up, always, always. And we say it a lot in our conversations, and I have to say it a lot to myself, but it's myself first. Um, and they're so hard to own, really hard. They can feel really yucky. Um, but, you know, I'm learning more and more that I am, you know, I, a being having a human experience, and it's my human experience, and I'm the only one having my human experience and I'm here for, and I need to be here for myself first. I need to show up for myself first. I need to check in with myself first. I need to do the work for myself first. And I need to be able to identify and um, imagine a life for myself first. You know, selfish is a word that gets thrown particularly at women in a negative way. Um, and it's a kind of an old fashioned narrative and it's really a narrative that keeps us draining ourselves for others and 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 a really if we can get into it, a really sinister way um and when we choose ourselves first we get to be sort of in the center of our own lives as we need to be for ourselves um and that allows the people that we're trying to create community for and and safe spaces for that allows them to feel you know them to feel seen and safe with us because they know that we're attached and um we're comfortable in our own skin as much as that can be. We're comfortable in our own existence and we know where we're at. We know our worth. We know our value. We know what we're capable of. We know what we're, um, you know, we're open to experiences and that lets other people do that too. Um, so yeah, I am a selfish cow who's here for myself first. and I love it. <laughs> um, and I mean that in the very best non-negative way. Um, 
And I hope that you will consider how you are showing up for yourself first. And I hope that you will give yourself permission to, to consider that question and that idea, even with the guilt that wants to come along with it. And I hope my wish is for you that you can move past and see that that's not, there's nothing to be guilty at all. There's nothing, you know, there's, there should be no guilt there. Oh, did I say should? <gasps> naughty, naughty. It's one of my banned words, really. But there doesn't need to be guilt there because this is absolutely something that is for you. Um, another thing I've been considering recently, so I'm obsessed right now with Glennon Doyle's book called Untamed. And it is one of those books that not only is inspirational, but like it makes you like gasp. It makes you go, holy shit. It makes you want to like quote everything in it and send people quotes from it. It makes you go like, how have I not thought of that before? Or, you know, it makes you, there's ways that she phrases things that it is exactly how you feel and think, but you wish you could never articulate. And she does that for, for you with so many aspects around, um, life and what in the world that we're living in right now. And I honestly cannot recommend it enough, but there is a quote in it that I think is the most beautiful and scary as hell quote that, um, I want to share here. I've also shared it on the Instagram, the old Insta and, it's a journaling, I think it's a journaling prompt that it's going to be one that a lot of us will find really difficult, but one that is like the only journal prompt you probably ever need to have and that you could write about for the rest of your life. Um, and consideration, like the only thing you really need to consider for yourself. And it's like the gateway to all possibility. And it's just wonderful. So the quote um, from the book that I pulled out that I was like, stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, holy shit, is um, what is the truest, most beautiful story about your life that you can imagine? <sighs> like, and it's beautiful, because you get to imagine these things for yourself. But it's brutal because sometimes the things we imagine don't feel possible and don't feel like our ours to own and sometimes when we see what's in our life that maybe isn't serving anymore to that beautiful imagining that you do then there becomes choice around what you keep and don't keep and what you burn down and what you feed and nurture and what you, um, what you, you know, seeing if you're, you might notice some of the cracks in your foundation. You might notice the things in your life that doesn't make, that don't make sense anymore, that don't feed you, that don't nourish you, that aren't, that are sometimes are actively working against the things that you really want. And it's not, not the things you want, the way you want your life to be. Cause it's not about things. It's about, it's about not the what, it's the how, isn't it? So the what as the truest, most beautiful story about your life that you can imagine is like, what is the how of your life? How do you want to live your life and experience your life? What kind of feelings and beliefs and possibility and permissions and potential would you like to consider? 
I mean, it's an audacious question, <laughs> isn't it? The audacity of this question is um, a lot. But, and it's one that I've started to journal with quite a few times and then got so far. And then things started to feel a little bit crunchy and, 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 uh, scary so I've stopped and I've come back to it and I've stopped and come back to it so it's definitely a work I think it's a um the type of journaling prompt that is probably a lifelong um consideration and it's I mean you can consider things like I mean one of the things is being in your integrity isn't it and in, to be in your integrity to do things that you know is right that is not just right for yourself but for others around you you have to then consider what your values are and then you get to consider what your identity is and who you are and how you, um, how you want to be and no longer considering how you want to be seen, but actually how do you want to be? And it, yeah, scary shit. Um, but also wonderful. And if you, you know, even giving yourself that moment of hope and, you know, being able to hope and, um, trust that you're um not too much and that you're not um too weird and scary like you know that your life is um your own to to choose I don't know if you can hear there's someone using a chainsaw right outside the window so apologies <laughs> that's life isn't it um but yes one of the loveliest um hardest quotes I've come across um and that one I thought I would share and really highlight because I think it's one that we could all benefit from working with. So what is the truest, most beautiful story about your life that you can imagine? And that's really it for me today, my lovelies. Um, I didn't want to do a big, huge, long one. I know I did a long one um, back a couple, when was that? Gosh, March. Um, to try and be more supportive about the things that you can do to support yourself at this time. So obviously, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, and you're feeling a little bit um, that you need some clarity or some ideas, you know, the previous um, episode does cover that. And um, hopefully you find it useful. And I, I definitely found it useful even doing the pulling the stuff together for it and talking through it. It was really, really useful for me as well. So yes, I'm uh, currently just... Uh, you know, surviving and trying to survive um, as beautifully as I can <laughs> and really giving myself space and permission to enjoy moments of my day um, and to not give myself shit for getting frustrated and annoyed when um, my son who cannot do any, like cannot pause in the day to take breath from talking. He talks through everything. He talks when he brushes his teeth. He talks when he's eating. He talks to himself. He talks to us. He talks to the dog. He talks to flowers. He taught I me mean, he is a, he is a talker. So <laughs> trying to do teach my boys, you know, I, I teach, um, a class with, um, boys who, uh, with autism and there's six of them and trying to get work up and running and help, you know, help them support the parents with them as well as trying to homeschool my son, um, on some days is, challenging to say the least which I'm sure we're all experiencing and our, ch our challenges right now in different ways um as well as trying to keep find my own way and sort of um find my feet in what my coaching looks like right now in this time 
And it's actually been really lovely. I've been sharing more about the tarot and that's been really lovely. Um, and offering bits and bobs here to support people as best as I can. Um, and yeah, that's where life is right now. And I really, and I, you know, we're all in this weird, funky place and some of us are um, better able to cope with what's going on. And um, some of us are being put in really horrible situations. And I hope if um, my biggest wish is that if you are a frontline worker, that you are able to um, find moments of peace and a breath, taking a breath and just know that we are all so, so grateful. And, um, you know, we're all absolutely in awe of what, what you all do. Um, and I'm, I personally, and I know a lot of people are just trying to find ways that we can help the best that we can from our, our homes, trying to keep everyone safe and all that. And I hope that you are all, all safe and your families are well. Um, and that's all we can really wish for, isn't it? But I also hope that you can find moments where um, you can all take a breath and you can all appreciate some stillness and some quiet. And yes, that is me. I am going to be working on a follow-up course, an intermediate course that's more about um, getting really, really stuck into the tarot in terms of storytelling and... Um, personalizing the tarot for yourself and I'm really really excited about it I'm also really quite terrified about putting myself out here out there into that next level stuff so but that will be coming up in I'm probably going to take the next month to work on it and so maybe June 1st I'll have a lovely announcement for you but you never know <laughs> and maybe not we'll see we'll see what kind of life um May throws at us um but I really do hope you're all well. I hope that you can take these moments and this, this in this month and find beauty in it and find peace and find um, moments of quiet and um, time for yourself and maybe a little bit of dreaming and wishing as well because we deserve that too. Right, my loves, take care. Speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to learn more about me and the work we do, you can head over to the website, www.shinetimecoaching.com. And you can follow me over on Instagram at shinetime underscore J. If you did enjoy listening, it would mean an awful lot to this coach if you'd consider leaving a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. It really helps the visibility of the work we are doing and allows others to find us too. I hope your month is full of more of what you want and what you need. Big hugs and love from me to you.